Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Take everything you've learned this week and let's make it practical. Are you ready? Let's go in three, two, one. Thanks to StoryWorth for supporting Made For This. StoryWorth helps you share stories and memories. Give all the moms in your life a meaningful gift you'll both cherish for years. StoryWorth. And save $10 on your first purchase when you go to storyworth.com slash made for this. So this week we have been talking about living accountable. And I know not the most fun week ever, but I really believe it could be probably the most life-changing thing if you would choose a few people in your village to live accountable to. Now, this is a small group of people that you trust, that you've clocked some time with, that you're not asking a brand new friend to do this, but but you're on the lookout for this. You're looking for someone that you trust, that you can share your struggles with, you can share your sin with, and you can say, hey, hold me accountable. Now, this is going to take a more intentional conversation. This is not going to naturally come about even in your best of friendships. You have to say to someone awkwardly, hey, hold me accountable. I want to share with you what's really going on. And I need someone to not just listen, but to also tell me the truth and to help me live more in line with what the scripture says. So three, two, one, you ready? These are the three questions you're going to ask yourself and ask some people around you and have conversations around these three things this weekend. Number one, are you willing to be held accountable? Is this something you're willing to do? And then the next question is, what feels difficult about accountability? What are you afraid of? And I think these are important things to talk to the person that you're going to be in this type of relationship with so that they know when you recoil or you don't really tell the whole truth or if you're pushing them away, why that might be. So if they know, okay, this is difficult for her because she feels judged or because she feels misunderstood, then they might know better how to pull you in and how to ask questions and how to be more sensitive. But guys, all of these relationships, as we get deeper and deeper in this book, it's about being honest and using our words. It's about saying, hey, you know what? In this situation, I felt misunderstood. If you go back and listen to my conversation with Ann Voskamp and Jessica Honiger, I share in that episode about a time that I felt misunderstood by them. And I used my words and I said, hey, that hurt me. And I I don't feel like y'all responded in a way that was helpful. And everybody was so shocked that I was so bold and said that, but the environment was safe enough to say that. And it really changed the tenor of our group because everyone realized I can share something and it be taken wrong. It can be met with resistance or judgment. And I can say, hey, that hurt me. (laughs) It was just a whole different level of friendship. It was a whole safer environment to share because we were able to to notice when things were hurtful and to correct those things. And then the third question is, is there someone in your life you trust to ask to do this for you? And if not, ask God for a friend who will help sharpen you. 
So that idea that this is probably casually sitting outside your door, it's a little, this is a little bit different. You're going to probably have to look harder for this. You're going to probably have to maybe even ask your pastor. When my daughter got to college, it was the first thing she did. She reached out to her pastor. She joined a church quickly. She didn't visit a hundred. She went to the, I think the second one she visited and liked it and said, okay, I'm going to jump in here because college is short and I need a home church. And she joined and became a member and she started serving. And then she asked the pastor, she said, who's a woman you really respect that could possibly mentor me? And sure enough, she jumped in a mentoring relationship immediately. And that sweet woman has walked through the last few years with my daughter and carried burdens with her and prayed for her. And my daughter's gotten to babysit for her and be in her life and family and watch her live. But that was a deliberate choice that my my daughter went out of her way quickly to commit to that and to find that in her life. And for all of us, it will take a commitment. It might take a little digging and asking around, do you know anyone that could mentor me? For some of you, you need to go play that role in someone's life and you know it. You're listening to this week's podcast and you're like, I need to find someone that that I can disciple, that I can pour into. I have this in my life already, but I need to give this away to someone. And guys, I know I've talked to so many of you that want to make a disciple that nobody's asked you, nobody's reached out. And even if you've asked someone, maybe they've said no. Keep asking. This is the lost art of our generation. We have forgotten that this is the main calling on our lives as believers in Jesus Christ, that we would be discipled and that we would be making disciples. It is the thing. (laughs) There's not another one. Anything else we do, it is to further discipleship in our own lives or other people's lives. That is the thing. So who are you discipling? And it can start with one. You can reach out to one person that is younger than you, two people, and say, hey, let's meet for coffee. And I'd love to walk through this book of the Bible. I would love to walk through this subject and this book with you. I would love to talk about how you're doing with your kids and if there's any way I can help. That is what a village does. They show up for each other. They notice each other's needs. They take care of each other. They don't wait to be asked. They show up and they supply needs that that other people don't even know they have. And so some of you need to go find somebody to disciple and mentor. And it's not complicated. You just do life with them. Invite them to do life with you. Have them come over. I used to, my babysitters, y'all have heard this before. I, I used to often disciple my babysitters. A lot of them would say I mentored them through college because they would be at my house all the time. And I'd say, hey, help me fold these clothes and tell me what's going on in your life and I'll help you and I'll process it with you. A lot of times it was just talking about their lives. But sometimes it was opening the scriptures. Sometimes it was more deliberate discipleship. But a lot of times it was just, hey, how can I help you? What's happening? And and how can I process this boy situation with you or this friend situation with you? And I would speak into their lives. And then they would watch me, right? They would watch me punish my kids and, and talk through issues with them. They would watch me as, you know, I remember I was driving one time and and we just started praying in the car together, all of us, my kids and and the babysitter and me, and we just all were praying together. They watched me pray. They watched me lead. They would travel with me sometimes and they would see me doing my work and, and be a part of that as well. So that can happen as you are going. You don't have to set aside necessarily a whole hour of your week, especially if you have young kids, just bring them with you. Just bring whoever's in your home and helping you anyway, just bring them with you. Okay, two verses. Here we go. Number one, as iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. This is Proverbs 27, 17. And this whole chapter was based on this verse, this anvil that I saw throughout village living, that this idea of tribal elders, this idea of biblically living under the authority of eldership and accountability. 
iron sharpening iron. It's how we change. It's how we grow. If you want to grow, if you feel like, man, I have not grown in a while, I want to, or man, I, I can't seem to change or break these habits, this is probably why you don't have this in your life because iron sharpens iron. It makes it better. It, you hit it against iron. It's what shapes it and changes it and molds it. And so this is how we're supposed to be for one another in friendship and in even our greater village life that we're supposed to live this way, making each other better. And then the second verse is this, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. This is 2 Corinthians 5, 17. And guys, what that verse is saying is that we are new creations if we are in Jesus Christ. And our goal is to live into the newness that we are given because of Jesus every day. But we're going to be tempted by the flesh to go back into the old way of life because we're familiar with it. But what accountability does is it pulls us into that new way of life. And often we need somebody to yank us, right? To just yank us out of our old patterns that are not helping us. I thought that I knew my mom really well. But this morning, in fact, I was talking to her on the phone about growing up and my aunt and what it was like and how close they were as, as sisters and how special my aunt was to my mom. And she was telling me stories that I've never heard before. And that caught me wondering, how many other stories are there that I don't know? And that's why I got my mom's StoryWorth. StoryWorth is offering $10 off your first purchase at storyworth.com slash made for this. So here's the thing about StoryWorth. It's an online service that helps you and the people that you love connect through sharing stories and memories, and then it preserves them in this beautiful book for years to come. Every week, StoryWorth emails your mom, your dad, someone important in your life, a thought-provoking question that you get to choose, and each unique prompt asks questions that you've never thought of, like, what is a fond childhood memory or the best piece of advice you've ever received? Give all the moms in your life a meaningful gift you'll both cherish for years. StoryWorth. Right now, for a limited time, you'll save $10 on your first purchase when you go to storyworth.com slash made for this. That's S-T-O-R-Y-W-O-R-T-H dot com slash made for this to save $10 on your first purchase. Storyworth.com slash made for this. And finally, this is the challenge I have for you this weekend to do with somebody that you trust I want you to read your answers to this to them. And it's actually taken from the book, but you can also download it. It's in the book club guide at my website, Jenny, J-E-N-N-I-E, Allen.com. And it's free. You can go there and download it. But here is the challenge. You ready? These are questions that I want you to answer and jot these answers down in a journal and then share with somebody this weekend that you trust. What's going on? First question, why am I worried? What problems am I facing? Where am I feeling insecure? What sin am I fighting? What am I learning? What am I trying to control? These are good questions that if you can answer these to someone trusted, that is going to naturally build important conversations and accountability around your friendship and around your relationship that will cause thriving. And then you can say to each other, hey, help me process these things and hold me accountable to not keep struggling with the same struggles months from now.
This is how we change, guys. This is how we grow. Iron, sharpening iron, being pounded against each other. It's not comfortable. It's not easy, but it is life-changing. And I believe if you're listening to this podcast and you've been with me a while, you want to change. You want to grow. You're here because you want to grow. Otherwise, you'd go listen to something more entertaining than me. You want to grow. You want to change. You want to be like Jesus. That's why you're here. And so go take this extra step. Don't just sit here and listen to my voice. Go do these little projects that we give you. And I promise you over time, you're going to get in deeper relationships and you're going to see God change you through those relationships. And I'm going to pray real quick. God, for whoever is listening that does not know who to call, would you bring someone to mind? Would you help them meet someone even this week that could play this role in their life. We all need this in our life. And for those of us that are just afraid to ask for it, to to be this honest with someone, God, would you help us be brave and help us say the things we need to say? In Jesus' name, amen. Well, guys, it's season 10 of the Made for This podcast, and you will not want to miss a single episode. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review so that other people can find the show too. We're so glad you're here. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Made for This podcast.